Hello again, everybody. This is uh, Jason Powers. I'm uh, doing a quick recording because of uh, the events that have taken place recently. Um, and actually, even today, uh, uh, Donald Trump um, was uh, on the campaign trail uh, talking about uh, revoking uh, uh, 230 um, protections for the big tech companies. And as I was logging into Twitter, uh, I'd just been running around doing some errands. I found out that my uh, Twitter feed was uh, messed up. Um, I couldn't uh, get any notifications or anything of that sort. Uh, I couldn't tweet out. Uh, matter of fact, I just finally got my notifications back. They said that Twitter was overloaded. Um, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, we got all this stuff going on. Um Obviously, the drop yesterday with uh, Hunter Biden uh, being um, uh, by the New York Post having, you know, pictures and emails and whatnot. And we find out that, oh, by the way, he's been dealing with uh, the various people in Ukraine and he's been uh, getting deals in China and he's been taking uh, money from those deals. And then it's getting funneled back through his family and whatnot. And there was some uh, very uh um, telling pictures of him in, in a state of disrepair, I guess you could say, in the hotel or whatever, you know, basically half naked. And uh, there was uh, drug paraphernalia and stuff like that. So <clears throat> anyways, I think this is kind of interesting because we know that there's uh, election tampering going on because uh, um, Twitter and Facebook refused to uh, allow that post, that New York Post article to be posted on their on their website, and I think we're finding out, and we should have already known, uh, if you're a logical person, that uh, there's been tampering uh, from big tech for since going back to 2016. As much as they blame or try to shift blame over to the Russians, uh, we're getting more tampering from our own uh, internal companies in the United States and in the form of Google and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, too. I notice when I post things on LinkedIn, for example, which is, I think, owned by Microsoft or at least uh, partially owned uh, with Reed Hoffman and whatnot. Um, they, they never, ever uh, highly promote the, the LinkedIn posts that I have there. I get very little traffic onto anything I uh, post up there. It's almost like there's a suppression algorithm doesn't matter what hashtag I put on it. Matter of fact, the most uh, uh, most views I've ever gotten on a post on LinkedIn was uh, a coding snippet that was totally irrelevant, but it was just an example of uh, VBA coding and whatnot, and that uh, registered somehow in their system, and I didn't even put a hashtag on it. So, anyways, there's a there's a whole host of things that are always going on when it comes to uh, censorship and the the fact that we're allowing China to be become a model of suppression of, of information in this country. Of course, there's many more outlets than big tech. I mean, we can get away from these companies really quick if uh, people would be um, discerning enough to create a, a new system. I know there's Parler out there. There's BitChute. There's uh, Brighteon. Uh, there's other uh, library. There's other app platforms that exist, but they're small and they're in their infancy and it's going to take time to get get people over to those particular platforms um, um, because um, that's the whole thing. When you start acting like a publisher, which is what the 230 uh, protection is, 
as a, you know, as far as um, are you a platform? Okay, then free speech has to be on there unless it's ab- obviously uh, illegal, uh, totally illegal. But the problem is, it's all in the eye of the beholder. As, as big tech has come out uh, more than once, put in little um, stipulations in their in their bylaws or whatever you want to call it in their uh, uh, account um, authorization in terms of their uh, legalese of what you sign on to. They keep on referencing back to some nondescript and usually one-sided viewpoint of what they do. So they're they're pruning, they're shadow banning, they're uh, refusing to allow links to go through from reputable websites or reputable sources. They're allowing people, they're disallowing, they're, they, they call it disinformation, yet they let China, which has multiple uh, media outlets, posting uh, rather rude and very crude uh uh, depictions of uh, uh, American citizenry. Matter of fact, I captured one which was related to the police and African Americans or black uh, black uh, uh, suspects. They had showed a picture of them being chased around and whatnot, and and, and it was posted by a, a, a CGTN or I forget it. It was either CGTN, which is owned by Beijing and the CCP, and they have millions following their channel. So they get to platform, they platform that on their websites without any regard to the reality of what's going on. And uh, they let uh, let uh, China propagandize all their uh, BS on to Twitter, for example. But if, if anyone, any conservative with any kind of a following is on there, like, uh, for example, the White House press secretary, she got locked out of her account yesterday. Uh, they decide that they they have no uh, rights or say so in doing what they're doing. So this becomes a very big issue for all of us um, because we have to deal with it on a uh, regular basis. Um, um, there's a reason why people are seeking alternative outlets. And big tech is really, I mean, social media is is a trap. And it's also a, it used to be good for what it was supposed to be, which was disseminating a message, good, bad, or indifferent let let the people judge for themselves. You know, if you when people talk about democracy of the voices, uh, don't don't uh, don't put one side ahead of the other. I thought the people that were in charge of these things talk about wanting fairness. Well, uh, they certainly do not want fairness. They certainly want the unfairness because they want their own own uh, viewpoints to trump everything, no matter what. And it isn't even about Trump. And uh, to segue to him, it isn't it isn't even about him. It's uh, it's about just the freedom to express what we feel is necessary in this country in terms of our rights and our dignity and our uh, ideals and also disseminate information that we feel is relevant to other people. Do everybody does every person uh, um, have all the facts 100 percent correct? Unlikely. But then again, we've been watching newspapers propagandize to us and and promote, you know, false narratives and uh, and half truths and flat out lies to us. It's pretty bad when the Washington Post says there was no no evidence that Hunter was involved with any of this or there's no evidence that uh, Joe Biden never uh, put pressure on uh, Victor Shokin, put uh, uh, pressure on the Ukrainian government to get rid of Viktor Shokin, which was the prosecutor that he asked to be fired. And there is. It's on videotape. He was sitting in front of, uh, what do you call it, the, 
the Council of Foreign Relations uh, banner, and he was talking, uh, I think he was talking to Richard Haas or at least two other gentlemen dressed up all nice and uh, smooth. And he said, hey, he said, I told him, you know, he's got six hours, uh, you know, or you don't get the billion dollars. Well, what do you know? He got fired. I'm paraphrasing there, but essentially that's what he said right on a hot mic. It wasn't it wasn't even a hot mic. It was just him uh, spewing off the top of his head. And of course, Joe Biden does that because Joe Biden's an idiot and he's now a demented or senile idiot. And people are going to give him all the they're going to say, oh, well, he doesn't know what he's doing now. Well, that's too late. You know, I don't care. Nobody should want him as a president anyway. He's just a puppet. He's just being he's a placeholder for any um, movement of uh, Kamala Harris into the White House. That's all he is. He's he they they literally put him up as the presidential candidacy or can't presidential nominee to protect him so that they so all the bad juju that was around him that he was involved in going back to inside the Obama administration could not be used against him because uh, that was a way to say, oh, if you investigate him, you're trying to you're trying to do another water Watergate runaround. It doesn't matter that it, it seems not to matter to the fact that he is actually corrupt and he's been involved in corruption for years. Um, it doesn't seem like that matters at all to certain people whose political objectives always out trump the, the reality of the law. And that can you can use the same argument for Trump. I understand that. But Trump is the president of the United States. If if the Democrats haven't done enough of investigation by now, I don't know what to tell you. And as far as and, and not only that, it isn't like the Democrats are doing this by themselves. The Republicans have enough dirt in their closet, too, that is equally damning. And we know who they are, you know, in terms of Romney and McCain and whatnot. Uh, of course, McCain is no longer around, so he doesn't uh, he doesn't he doesn't count anymore. But uh, we certainly know that there are enough uh, uh, people that have things that they don't want coming out. And that goes back to the whole D.C. swamp. D.C. is fighting back. D.C. has been fighting back. D.C. loves to obfuscate. D.C. likes to hide everything that they've been doing wrong for the last 20, 30 or 40 years, depending upon how you define what wrong is. We know at least since 9-11, they've done everything they can to keep keep us in the dark, you know, using the Patriot Act to surveil all of us, uh, using the Iraq War to uh, basically <laughs> uh, to, to come to basically sell us a war that they, they knew they could prosecute and nobody would be the wiser to. And they sold us that and they killed thousands of lives and, and used, a, used a drummed up excuses like canisters to tell us that, you know, the, Iraqs were, uh, the Iraqis were after us. And this, and then, oh, by the way, well, who are we dealing, uh, having the most uh, problems with over there? Iran. And guess what? We find out that Iran has been, um, you know, there's a there's a story, a hot story out there right now that uh, there may be more to how Iran was worked out and how that intertwines with Benghazi and how that intertwines with Osama bin Laden. I'm not going to get into the details of it because I don't really think there's a necessary, there's not enough evidence right now to push that forward. And we, and the people that are pushing it forward, have low likelihood of ever ever getting out into the real world in terms of the public eye and viewpoint, so that it can be hashed out. And, then, and of course, they said they turned it over to a U.S. congressman for what good that'll do, because those people are more worried about their reputations and worried about their uh, 
the kickbacks that they get from uh, certain companies and who's lobbying to them and et cetera, et cetera. They're never going to investigate that that particular strand of thought. But it just adds one more uh, one more thick piece to the puzzle of how much corruption has been going on in D.C. and all the people that are involved in it. Everybody's dirty up there, it seems like. It, seem, it seems like every time you turn around, someone is found out to be dirty or playing both sides or is in deep with the wrong people. And, and of course, our allies and our enemies, particularly China, know this stuff because, they, for example, uh, Diane Feinstein, she had a Chinese driver for 20 years. He was spying on her. I mean, you don't think he got all that intel out of her, too, because she sits on committees and and he was in charge of you know driving her around. I'm sure he overheard all kinds of conversations. That's what they do. That's what has been going on in this country. Most of the people are spying on us. Of course, they'll say, well, by example, the United States has been spying on other countries. So this is what it turns into. Um, but the big thing for the American people is we have to hold some of these people accountable where there's clearly corruption and cl- clearly committing crimes that are just, uh, you know, just uh, running a racket, you know, violation of RICO laws, violation of, of uh, human rights, uh, trafficking people, killing people, you know, those things have to be accounted for. We can't just say, oh, well, because they did it, because they're, they're always going to say they did it for the good of the country. Or they're always going to say, you don't know, understand the, the broader implications of the policy that, is that we put forward. I don't know. Explain it to me. Stop trying to, trying to treat me like a child before I can even ask the question, which is what they don't want. They don't want questions asked. So I, I hope that this has kind of informed everybody. Um, I know it's kind of went all over the place, but it, it kind of goes to the reality that we are living in a very dangerous time. And I'm going to post a link in the in the box below this video or a video, I mean audio. Uh, this is to a book I just uh, recently uh, I wrote on this entire subject, and I hope you'll find it educational. And I hope you'll always ask the question why of these people. Thanks.